Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What is going on everyone and welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all having an amazing day. Now today I've got for you some phenomenal nuclear revenge stories. You're going to want to stick around for all four in today's episode, but the first one in particular is brilliant. This Australian guy gets his neighbor an $86,250 fine from the government for smoking on his property. Without further ado, if you're excited, drop a like on this one. Subscribe if you're new around here. Let's get into this unbelievable story of nuclear revenge. Bogan is as Bogan does. My smoking neighbor won't quit it on my driveway. Caution, I don't speak English, I speak Australian. Bad words and stuff. Oh, here we go. My street is usually quiet. We mostly all own our houses, except for the odd one in each street that is a rental. Due to the area improving, we don't have the usual trouble that used to occur. But there are those moments that make things annoying and unpleasant, and the new renter directly across the road from me became one of those unpleasant things that needed to be weeded out. My house is on a slight decline, living on the low side of the street. So my driveway slopes down to my garage, and from the other side, if you sat down there, you're invisible to the prying eyes of the houses on the opposites. So recently, I started finding cigarette butts around where I place my bins. No biggie. I just started tossing them into them and pondered who the frick has been smoking here. A few days go by, and if I wasn't at work and on a day off cleaning in the garage, sometimes I would notice my neighbor from across the street pop up on the top end of my driveway, then turn around. This struck me as a little odd. This kept up, and I just kept putting the stray butts in the bin, but it annoyed me. Why smoke here and flick them to the bin? It's less than two meters from the actual bin. So I had a chat with the wife. Had she noticed anyone doing this? Despite the obvious disturbed look she gave me, she had no clue. We knew it wasn't anyone here in my house. It's now just the two of us and eight cats and two dogs. They lack opposable thumbs to operate a lighter. So option B, set up a wireless camera with motion detection and I installed the app on my phone to alert me. This was possibly one of the better ideas for the day. I had man flu that day. Upon looking at most security cameras that were available, we settled on a Eufy, a nice little bugger, easy to set up, battery operated and lasts for ages, waterproof to boot. So I hide that little effer under the roof, pointing at the gap in the shed door, and it had just enough room to peek at the driveway and bins. Think corner of a square hole with a round peg in it, nice big gap to see through. It didn't take long to find where the butts were coming from. The next bloody day, he got caught. Brazen as frick. The idiot swaggers down my driveway, puts his butt in park on it, and lights one up less than two frickin' meters from the bins. He smokes that ciggy dry and flicks it at my bins and wanders back to his nest. That brazen frickin' literal sea bag. Had to do something, but at first, 
gotta give him a chance. So the next roster day I had off, I synced it with his smoking habit and I waited for the ping from the app. Sure enough, there he was on rinse and repeat mode. Not wanting to risk startling him and have him scatter like the cockroach he was, I went out the back door and round the side of the house and out towards the front. As I approached, he had just finished up, flicked the butt at the bins and stood up as he turned around to find me, the proverbial deer in headlights as he spotted me. Now this doesn't quite cover it, but what felt like an eternity passed after he just processed that he got busted. And he said, what the F do you want? I just asked, mate, if you're going to do that, at least smother the butt and put it in the bin. All this bogan trash could reply was, you don't own this part of the strip. The council does. And you can't make me do anything. Thinking he's won the Olympic gold medal for being a C word. He shoves past me, walks across the road and returns to his nest. No, your effer, no medal for you. Game freaking on. So that camera, a Eufy, supports dumping events to an NAS network address storage. Files get time and date stamped. Every time this guy then went out to smoke, it secretly took his photo, smoking and flicking the butt at the bin. All I had to do was buy bulk Ziploc bags and just dump the butts in them and write the time and date on them. If they wanted evidence, so be it. They can have it. This is what I did for a year. I collected his butts, I wrote the time and date on the bag, and I showed it to the camera for authenticity, and I left. So many butts. I wanted this, he wanted this. Who was I to deny him? 365 days in a year. Could I make it that far? The box was just about full of butts and bags, and it's only day 345. It's so close, but the stench, I had to do it. So I boiled the kettle and I made a thermos of coffee. If I have to get up during the reporting of this, it's to pee. And I'm not going to do the neckbird bottle stuff. That's just gross. So I sorted through the photos on the NAS drive and started prepping for the reporting. There's actually a website called Report a Tosser. Brilliant website branding. I've used it a couple of times before and it took a few minutes to make a post last time. So I logged in and started. Each one by one of the 345, but it had to be done. One after the other, the cycle repeated. 200 to go, 100 to go, 50 on the home stretch now. Was that enough? Frick no. The image of his Olympic gold medal had to be reduced to ashes. He was not going to get away with this. Carpal tunnel be damned. It had to be done. Finally, after the last 50 were done, I felt euphoric, exhausted, and dang proud of myself. So I went to crash in bed. Or so I thought. Ping. What the frick? My phone just got an email. Ping again. Ping. F me, is a Reddit post going viral? Ping. Oh, it's an email from reporter Tossa confirming the reports. Each one individually like I did. Ping. Is this automated or is this some poor human? Sorry, whomever that was. The only casualty in the strike was meant to be my neighbor. It took a few days, but one day I got the hint that something was going down. First, he got a letterbox stuffed with mail. That's weird. The next day, some angry noises coming from the house, like real loud. It sounded like a huge blow up between him and his missus. Thankfully, someone who lived next to him called the police. That shut them up for a bit. And then the notice. What the frick? What did I do? Oh, they are sending a request for the box of butts. Okay, I post them off and I'm done with it. The final day, I thought I was having a stroke. This can't be real. I've never seen him in a freaking suit. Oh, yeah, legal. They wanted the butts. And he took the go to court option. 
Now, on the website, it specified $250 for an individual per offence, but I had no clue to, well, 345 offences. Well, let's just say he left for the day and didn't return, but eventually a moving truck turned up and out came the internals of the house. TV, fridge, sofa, bed, angry looking woman, crying kids. Okay, I feel a little bit bad for them, but considering who spawned them, not so much an ounce of regret. Eventually, I found out that he took a plea for community service and a whopping fine over jail time, upon which his wife left him. So, for better or worse, doesn't really mean anything, but considering what she had, it was probably for the better, and any interaction I had with her was far better than her gold medalist. But that was all I could gather. He's having to burn the candle at both ends for both the fine, community service, and child support. Godspeed, my rotten bogan. Godspeed and good riddance, you see what. Okay, let me just do some quick maths here, right? 345 offenses at $250 per offense. Now, I don't know if that's actually how that was added or if I'm taking that a little bit too literally, but go along with this. That adds up to $86,250. Now, that is quite a lot of money, even if it is in Australian dollars. $86,250 he's had to pay for smoking on your drive. Mad. So that is the equivalent of about 56,000 USD, which is absolutely mental. $56,000 for smoking or 45,000 British pounds. 45 catch. Goodness me. Sorry, I've just had a look as well. Apparently, don't be a tosser slash report a tosser. It's a government program in Australia, in in New South Wales. What the? Australians honestly do things so, so well. It's literally NSW government report a tosser. I'll put a screenshot up, up on screen so you guys know I'm I'm telling the truth there. But this is literally a government website and it's it's called reporter tosser it's it's so unbelievable tosser's a swear word pretty much in england oh i love australia i mean look at the bottom here if you see a tosser littering from a vehicle you can report them to the nsw environment protection authority fines are from 250 dollars for an individual and 500 dollars for a corporation and they can be issued from your report so there you go $250 for an individual across 300 and whatever days it was. That's a lot of bread. Fair play, Opie. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now for our next nuclear revenge post. Have an affair on my friend? Nope. A childhood friend that was the most empathetic, kind guy I've ever known. Did a hitch in the Navy, went into computers, and played guitar in a band. Married a pretty mean girl that liked the idea of a big wedding and a musician husband, but had no interest in a marriage. She was her family's golden child, drop-dead gorgeous, and completely narcissistically spoiled. They buy land. He borrows money and has his family build their house to reduce costs. He was paying them back over time while she spent money and socialized, sometimes working a part-time job. Inside of two years, she's bored and starts an affair, or we think never stopped an affair, but gets caught 
And while the empathetic guy tries to work things out, she makes false accusations of domestic abuse and files for divorce. With a restraining order, keeping him out of the home he and his family built with their own hands. Now keep in mind, he's still paying his family back for the home, still ordered to pay for the land and most of the upkeep and maintenance. He's back in his chartered bedroom while his wife entertains her men in that house. With some research by the lawyer, the family still technically owned the house. Now, my family owned a heavy equipment business, including house and structural movers. When she went on vacation with her family and new boyfriend, we went in, jacked up the house, and drove off with it, repossessed. The structure wasn't covered in the court order, just the mortgage land. She had legal claim to the land, her name was on the mortgage, but the structure appeared nowhere on the deed and there was still money owed on most of the materials and the labor, so it was simply reposted. Now, the judge wasn't happy at all, but it wasn't illegal to repossess since the land mortgage was the only thing that he was court ordered to pay. She came home to foundations, pipes, and wires sticking out of the ground and a trashy used yard barn with her personal possessions inside. Now, it wouldn't be nuclear revenge if it just stopped there. Since the main character has recently passed away, I can actually tell more. We had a guy we called Big Bob, and the name fits. Everyone probably knows someone that defies jail, death, is a walking demolition crew, and in fact, we called him Demolition Man for a while after the movie. Apparently, someone put huge sexual objects this has to be censored for obvious reasons, smeared with dried whipped cream crust in her possessions found when her dad and friends came to get the rest of her possessions out of the yard barn. There were also extreme insertions of prawn and bestiality prawn magazines, bongs shaped like phalluses, etc. Someone used her pictures in the dating magazines, pre-internet, for a paid escort with her phone number. Her parents even had to change their phone numbers a few times. Someone got those change of address cards from the post office and sent her mail around the country. Someone knew exactly when the legal separation happened and she was supposed to get her own car insurance, but she didn't get that letter. Her car burned down in her workplace parking lot a few days after the legal separation happened. And of course, she didn't get the insurance company notification in the mail, so no insurance and finally someone had intimate pictures printed man's face blacked out on flyers the printing pointed out that it wasn't her husband at the time and stuck them under windshield wipers at her family's church every place she worked all around her neighborhood cops got involved in that but they couldn't find where the flyers were printed Big Bob was an over-the-road truck driver. Everything died down when she finally agreed to let our friend buy her out on the land for a reasonable sum. So in effect, he was paying for it twice and dropped the restraining order. Less than a week after he had cleared the title, the house showed back up right where it was before. Since it was still on the steel used to move it, all we had to do was stick a truck back under it and take it back and hook it up. This was until she decided to marry a guy from a hard-working family that were doing well. She love-bombed the poor, hard-working sap. He never knew what hit him. She had a bachelorette party with her pretty mean girlfriends at a local recreation lake and rubbed it in that her bachelorette party was going to cost more and be better than her wedding to my friend. I think that's what cued the nuclear revenge. The flyers showed up all over at his bachelor party, at his parents' house with his family, and her bachelorette party got busted for drugs when they found several people in various stages of undress including the bride-to-be 
and quite a bit of drugs and bunches of alcohol, etc. When that wedding blew up, the wedding dress from the first marriage to our friend showed up on a scarecrow with a pentagram on the front, what looked like blood, it was really paint, on it in her front yard. No one even missed the wedding dress from the first wedding until then. Every workplace, every time she dated someone seriously, etc., those flies showed back up. She finally gained about 50 to 70 pounds and quit trying to date seriously. She looked like her 70 pound overweight mother, but 30 years earlier. She married a fat truck driver eventually. RIP, Big Bob. You are one heck of a friend and we're all going to miss you. We will sing the song of your people and raise a glass to you every time we meet. Well, RIP Big Bob indeed. It actually makes me think back to a a story I covered recently on my channel. Obviously, Kevin in a big rig. Stories about Kevin there, the subreddit, about a, a crazy truck driver who was just an absolute idiot. But then we have truck drivers like this, Big Bob, who's an absolute legend. It restores my faith in truck drivers, that is for sure. I mean, what a man. Doing all these things and continuing to do them and not get caught. It's legendary scenes. It really is. Okay, now for our next nuclear revenge story. Devastated teen snapped. So this isn't my story, but it's something that I still kind of turn over a lot in my head whenever I think about it. And it's been several years. So backstory. My very first year in college, I'm at a party and get to talking with an acquaintance or classmate of a friend. I was and still am a pretty personable guy. And so people tend to feel comfortable opening up around me, even if I don't know them that well. And that's exactly what happened here. We were both decently intoxicated, but this girl was definitely more drunk than I was. For whatever reason, we got onto the topic of wild or stupid things we did when we were younger. She then proceeded to tell me this story. I remember it so vividly. Her wording wasn't the most coherent due to her state, so much of this is paraphrase. So a few years prior, when she was in her mid to late teens, she had a cat. This cat was her best friend. It helped her through some very dark times in her personal life. You get the picture. Well, one day her cat unfortunately gets out, runs across the neighbor's dog as they're presumably out for a walk. The dog snaps and sadly mauls the cat to death. The dog apparently was known for displaying aggressive behaviors but had never actually bitten anyone and the owner was extremely defensive of it and pretty much blamed the girl because that's what happens when you have an outdoor cat or whatever. The girl is understandably completely devastated and distraught. Family either wouldn't or couldn't afford to take any sort of legal action at the time, so she decided to take matters into her own hands. The exact details are kind of hazy, but from what I could gather, she apparently blended together a bunch of ground meat with some sort of weed killer, stuffed it inside a hen carcass for good measure, waited until it was dark, and threw the whole thing over the neighbor's backyard fence. Short time later, the owner is pounding on the door to her house, screaming that their dog was dead and they knew it was her that did it. She vehemently denied it. And I guess because she was both a minor at the time and there was technically no way they could prove it was her, nothing ever ended up coming of it. And she never told anyone in the neighborhood or in her family about what she'd done. I was in complete shock when she wrapped up. I left the party not long afterwards for unrelated reasons and I only saw her briefly a handful of times after that before I moved campuses. So I never really got any more info on it out of her. I don't know if she even remembers telling me the story. I've got very conflicted feelings about it. Knowing what I know about herbicide poisoning, that dog almost definitely did not die a peaceful death and the lack of even the barest shred of remorse in her voice was chilling. 
I'm about as pro-revenge as you can get, and I can't say I haven't had some pretty effed up revenge plans in the past, but god dang. Very glad I never knew her well enough to get on her bad side. Guys, get involved here. What do you think? Do you think that's too far? Personally, I have to say that I think it is. I, I really do. Listen, I hate the fact that this guy is saying that it's your fault that my dog mauled your cat to death. That's obviously horrible. And that should never happen. I mean, that, that situation where a cat gets out, that happens all the time. I mean, outdoor cats do that, don't they? That's, that's literally what they do. It, it, is, it isn't, you know, it's not the cat's fault that a dog that's clearly not trained well has mauled it to death when on a walk. That is the first point. It's obviously a deeply sad thing that's happened there. But to then jump to the conclusion that, yes, because your dog killed my cat, I then get to murder your dog... Personally, look, I agree with OP. I'm all for revenge. I do think that sometimes it is very legitimate. And it's one of the reasons why I like reading stories from this subreddit is because I go, wow, that's very cool. I appreciate it. I think that's a bit too far. Also, you can definitely tell that she is just like kind of weird. I mean, this has definitely been on her mind for a long time, right? And, and she's thought long and hard about it. But I can picture this conversation happening. I mean, I've been in conversations like this, probably, probably not to the extent of, of this. But you know, when someone's drunk, and they're just telling you their deepest, darkest secrets, and you're like, do you really want to be telling me this at this moment? I'm not sure, but you kind of just let them go. The fact that OP has said that she showed no remorse throughout this is really worrying. Because surely, if you've loved a pet animal that much, you would know the heartbreak that it, it causes losing them. I, I get it. The guy showed no remorse back to you. But do you not think that, you know, killing someone else's pet who they obviously love loads as well is just like adding to the misery? I don't know. She did what she had to do, I guess. But yeah, I, I agree with OP. She is not the sort of person that I'd, I'd want to know well. I'll just say that. But yeah, let me know what you think in the comments down below. Maybe I'm being too soft. Maybe you think that she should have gone further and actually murdered not just the dog, but her neighbor and his entire family as well. Let me know your thoughts. Now for our final nuclear revenge story of this episode. Have I saved the best post till last? Well, that's up to you to decide. My abusive mother gets a karmic response. It took two days to destroy the life of my abusive mother. We had a long story, of course. I cut my contact with her six years ago and just disappeared. I got in contact with my niece. Let's call her Eva, who was 18, a while ago. My mother, Hope, 63, became her caregiver sometime after I left. Now, Eva lives with me and my husband. Eva chose to help her grandmother, my mother, financially, even after she moved away from her. I didn't get involved with her. As I said, that was her choice. Eva has left her cash card to Hope under one simple condition. Hope should notify her if she's going to put in or withdraw cash from her card. Hope was free to buy anything she needed with the card. The only thing she has to do is notify whether she wanted to use the card in other financial operations. Eva regularly put money on the card. She's also paid Hope's rent for a year in advance because my mother cannot afford it and could turn homeless without help. My mother effed me up when I was young and trying to help her, so I refused to get involved and my siblings refused too because of her behavior. Hope was abusing Eva's help for a while without notifying her and Eva knew about it. She wasn't okay with it, of course, but she let it slide until yesterday. It turned out that Hope gave Eva's card to a third person for free use, including putting in and withdrawing cash. Eva asked her what she was doing and why she's using her card this way without asking. Hope used her best strategy. She blamed Eva for being a jerk, saying that she had no choice. 
One of the things that Hope had said to her was that if Eva really did mean to help her, then she should shut up and do it without words and conditions and that Eva doesn't have a right to complain. She also said that Eva is free to betray her and leave as me and my siblings did after we used her, including one of my older brothers who hadn't even lived with her from the age of 11 and Hope never did a thing for him after that. We had a long conversation with Eva after that. I once again explained that all of this is not Eva's fault and that my mother has always been like that. I wasn't even surprised as to the answer that Eva got. I've had similar answers when I was younger. Hope hasn't changed at all. The next day, Eva told Hope that she is still waiting for an apology. She told Hope a ton of things about violation of their agreement, about her manipulations, about her not listening and not caring for people who were trying their best to support her, which is why they are leaving her all the time. She pointed out the current problem is that Hope is crossing all boundaries set and that not knowing about what is happening with her bank card could put Eva in serious trouble, especially giving the card to someone else. I've seen screenshots and after reading all of that, I believe that Eva tried her best to explain to Hope her position. All that Hope said was, I understand. You're blaming me for being a terrible person and I don't want to fight. Go away. Live your life. Feel free to not care about me anymore. I'd rather be homeless than be treated like that. So now Eva has blocked her card and neither Hope nor the third person can use her. Eva will also not pay for rent anymore. So in July, Hope will need to find a place to live. Eva also called all the relatives who'd ever supported my mother. They are shocked and will never help her anymore as the things that Hope told them were completely different. But apparently Hope's been like that from a young age. They didn't know how Hope had been treating her children and grandchildren. They thought that in her 50s, she may finally have settled down and matured. They gave Eva their full support and they advised her to run away, cut Hope off, never cross her again. They're going to stay in touch with Hope as she is their sister, but they'll never believe her again. They've also asked about me. I lived with them when I was a child, but I never called them since I turned 18, which is a different story. And I am the only person to blame. I love them, but I also didn't want to harm them. And I actually never believed they'd trust me as Hope did insane things to me and my siblings, which they didn't know about. I've got their number from Eva and I'm gonna call them this Saturday and talk it all through. Hope also befriended some of my school teachers that I was close to when I was a teen and I'm gonna find their phones and talk to them too. I do not know if this is gonna work, but I also don't want Hope to use them as no one from her family will support her anymore. I'm in a rage from all the things that she's told Eva. So in two days, Hope lost her family and her house. Yeah, not right now, but in the future for sure. I'm also going to try and make her lose her friends so she'll have no one to turn to in need. And you know what? She deserves it for the years of abuse. It took me a long time to figure out what I can do, but we are going to completely destroy her life for all that she's done. I'm not sorry for that. And I'm pretty sure right now that I'm doing the right thing. I don't want Eva to be as broken as I am. Well, there we go. OP, you got to say, yeah, you've been through it before. That was your life. You know how bad it is. So yeah, I think just great recommendations, great advice that, you, that you're giving Eva. Just make sure she gets out of there. And she sounds like an amazing person, being as selfless as she is, trying to help someone that just hasn't helped her at all. I mean, fair play to her. Just, just what an individual she must be. But there's a limit, isn't there? Don't help someone that is kind of helpless and just doesn't want your help or just, well, not that she doesn't want it. She obviously 
does need it massively or she's probably going to end up homeless but if they're not appreciative and they're just saying no go away you're not doing anything for me anyway let them see the truth let them work out and find out what life is like without the unbelievable financial help that they're getting i mean hope clearly is just completely stupid and i think she needs to see how stupid she really is in real terms to be fair i don't know if this necessarily qualifies for nuclear revenge it seems to me as if if you just left things alone she would turn all her friends and her family and all her relationships away from her anyway without you even having to interject at all <laughs> yeah crazy woman and these sort of people just do not deserve to be helped Ever. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of Nuclear Revenge. Get in the comments down below. Out of these four posts, which one was your favorite and why? Let me know down below. If you are new to the channel, as I said before, make sure you are subscribed with notifications on so you get notified when I post episodes like that one. Click the follow button on whatever platform you're on. If you want more right away, video on screen. If you're on YouTube, link down below if you're on a podcast platform. I will see you guys all tomorrow with some more Reddit content. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.